Hey everyone, welcome to episode 144 of 15 with Andy, Randy, Jeff, and Tony. Today we contemplate once again the only guarantees in this life. Death, taxes, and daylight savings. Oh. How bad is it when <laughs> Satan is only credited with one of the three and the U.S. government is gleefully responsible for the other two? Coming up an hour short on sleep this weekend for no good reason is simply communism and has no place in our society. I ask you, where's the love and the free coffee every year? If you'd like to join me in support of abolishing this outdated and ridiculously hideous practice, check today's show notes for a link to petitiontocongress.com, which automatically sends emails to all of your government representatives on Capitol Hill, including the president, based on your zip code. All views presented today's program may not be endorsed by the entire church. No wonder he said this episode was going to go longer. That's right. Yeah. The DST position is currently in a commanding lead over all of the other front page petitions currently running. So consider doing your part to keep it that way. Wow, cool. Yeah, so you can go right on there. It's going to be in the show notes. Swipe up and you wow. can do that. Now, seriously, last week we I was going to ask what are show notes, but I sh I, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Just swipe up in your okay. player. It'll be right okay. there. Last week, we had great guests and conversation that was a part of our annual Lifelong Worship Conference. Guests included our very own Tammy Sincamoni and Dr. Jim Hart, who was president of the Robert E. Weber Institute for Worship Studies, where we answered some whys, some very important whys. Why relentlessly gather to worship in word and table every week? Why allow yourselves to be transformed into Christ-like virtue? Why fall in love with God and our brothers and sisters? Why? to become once again the body of Christ, broken and poured out for the life of the world. For the life of the world. That was a pretty hard pretty hard <laughs> statement to finish that up with, making sure that we understood our responsibility and why all this is important. Never miss an episode. Just swipe up right now in the Apple Podcast app, or if you're clicking on episodes at hospitalchurch.org slash podcast, everything you need is there to find previous messages that these are based on, and of course, previous episodes. All right, on to this week. The Bold Ask of the Demons. Oh, boy. <laughs> Immediately when I thought about this, I'm like, all right, we're going to talk about demons. And then I realized we're going to talk about prayer. And I'm like, how many different ways do people interpret or think about or practice the art of prayer? Because many things in different stages of our Christian experience, we have everything from the dear God, if you can see your way clear to get me out of this one, insert your favorite mess here, then I will never do this again, all the way up to the over-the-top public prayers that just seem to go on forever. So there's this broad the, the range. Preach, I call them the preaching prayers. The preaching <laughs> prayers. We're going to get a little mini sermonette in that prayer. Is there anything we need to prepare for, study for, or practice before we're ready to pray? Surely there must be something before we go for the bold ask. Mm. Have a need. Oh, geez. Well, that shouldn't be too hard, right? <laughs> Have a need. I mean, do we need a big need? Or can we do a bold ask if it's just something simple and everyday-ish in our lives? You know, it's an interesting thing that you bring this up. Because I think that one of the, the ways in which I think God teaches us is not by providing all the answers. But I think the... Real wisdom and real growth happens when you start to understand what the real questions are. Hmm. So I do think that um, as we pray, there there is this tendency of thinking that when we ask the question, we kind of have these answers already. So I think a bold question <laughs> is I'm asking, but I already know what I want. I mean, I already know 
how I'm yeah, going we to know pray the this. One. Yeah. Yeah. We know the answer that should yeah, come. Yeah, it should come. But when it really comes right down to it is if we really, really wanted to be open with this, I think we need to think a little bit deeper in terms of do I really want, you know, the reason I'm saying this is because I had a conversation with my daughter on the way up to Atlanta yesterday and we were talking about, you know, there's people who just want to win a million dollars. And why? Would yes, you, please. But why? Why do you want to win the million dollars? Shouldn't the question be, what would I do with a million dollars rather than I want to, you know, how would I, how do I win a million dollars or whatever? Spend it like a crazy person. Well, I, yeah. <laughs> but I think in the sermon, I, I mentioned that take some time this afternoon or right now, but I encourage them to take some time later in the afternoon. If you knew you were going to guarantee get the answer right, that was to your good. bold that ask, was really good. what would your bold ask be? Oh, and, man. and the reality is, is that a bold ask doesn't have to be some giant ask. It just needs to be a serious ask. And when the whole point of this series, I'll just <laughs> confess now, uh, <laughs> I just think we need to be a lot bigger askers. Because mm-hmm. I mean, if Jesus said, you have not because you ask not. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point of the series? Well, no, I mean, what's... what's <laughs> <laughs> All it's, right, it's, well. it's part of the series. <laughs> I won't say it's the whole point of the series, but I, I just really think... I mean, that's that, easy. We, we, but, <laughs> oh, my, I've set myself up. <laughs> but we, I just don't think we are... I don't think we ask enough. Yeah. We ask for a lot of things that we want for ourselves. Right. right. No. But we don't make asks for... Big ends. No, that, that was really that was really a part. I'm not Tony. I know you got something to say here. You, no, oh, you should be oh, able to oh, jump in yeah, whenever no, no, you no, want. No, no, no. But. I was going to do. I wanted to hook onto that because I actually was thinking about like the bold ask, and I even mentioned when I was up there, yeah. like, what did it all mean? And and I, and when you get the full context of the sermon, I I get it, right? But again, to be transparent with you and anyone that's going to be listening to the podcast this week, for me, I think the bold ask. It's different for everyone, right? right? And so for me, it's actually easier to go to prayer for someone else, Mm. to ask God Mm. to deliver someone from a health scare or something going on. Like to me, that isn't – it seems like a bold ask, but to me, it's it's almost an automatic thing. Like it's easier for me to ask. But what's actually hardest for me, and I don't know for anyone else, but it's actually harder for me to ask for something – that I may deem as mundane, like, mm. God, can you help me with this job assignment? Can you help right. me with this career prospect or with something, with a relationship with a friend or something right. like that? To me, that's actually a much harder ask. And when you say bold ask, that's actually where I go. Interesting. Well, and, and I think that's a great place to go to me because the whole idea of praying without ceasing, to have a partner on the journey of life for yeah. everything that comes up. If you think about it from a real crass human standpoint, why would you tackle anything if you, without a consult with a person who knows everything? Here we have <laughs> access to the God who understands everything about everything. He's never like, oh, really? Is that really true? I mean, he's, he's already in the know. And so whether we're building rockets or whether we're trying to figure out what groceries we should bring home today, to realize... I've got this consult with me to become more bold in getting the consult as opposed to trying to go it alone. And yeah. the other part of it, too, for me is that, again, I think of a God of the universe mm-hmm. who created everything, brought everyone into my life. There are billions of people on this planet. Why is my little request that much more or that important that he's going to focus on it? And I think that's the part of the bold ask is that leap of faith of mm-hmm. understanding 
he is a God of a universe and he can care about something that small as opposed to just the big things right. or just the, you know, yeah. and, and that's the part that for me is I got to make that leap of faith. Yeah. His bandwidth is just incomprehensible to us. Mm-hmm. That's reality. I mean, if he knows all the hairs on everybody's head and then can take all the requests, his bandwidth that's is just not a lot of work. For it's it's huge. Um, right. Yeah. But I think that's the very reason that it absolutely throws us off course. Because when you don't understand or you can't really comprehend, and like you said, he doesn't give us the answers, and you say, well, geez, I'm one of how many billion people just on this planet, plus whatever else creation is that we don't even know about or understand, why is him finding my car keys you know, or my phone or something simple. Why is this even something I would consider? And then I think we lose traction that way because we don't go with the small things and we only wait until, oh my goodness, now it's a bold ask because I'm in serious trouble where it's not, it's it's not as much of a habit forming as it should be. I think think that's a a easy part we can miss. Well, in my premarital counseling, I'm really big on the secret to happy marriage is talking to each other. That conversation is the secret of happy marriage. So, if that's true for marriage, why wouldn't that be true for our relationship with God? Right, yeah. So more conversation with him about everything seems like that would deepen and connect our relationship. If you said, well, I don't, I'm not going to talk to Heather about that because it's just a small thing, yeah. you know, as opposed to it's a conversation about the small things that build the depth of the relationship hmm. when the crisis for the big things come along as well. Okay. Well, before we get too far gone, yeah. because yeah. we're ending we're up wandering. I know, we? Well, no, but we've, <laughs> we've hit one of 12 points I was shooting for today. So, which is good. That's how it should be. But can anyone name or willing to name something specific in your life that you did a bold ask for? And it was answered either yes or no, but it was an obvious answer. And did it change the way you pray? Anything that you've done, uh, like the biggest thing that you can think of that you've prayed for, Answered yes or no, it was a bold ask, and whether it was whether it was answered. Andy said this before. It's like, I remember when I used to wish, you know, you rub a lamp and you get three wishes. <laughs> and I used to think I had it solved by saying, well, I'm going to wish for a million more wishes, you know, <laughs> yeah. and then you, then you got. Because I think a lot of times we can't make up our mind. Yeah. And I think of Solomon and his wish or his greatest desire. And I think it was a profound one mm-hmm. from the standpoint of, Here's the God of all knowing. And he says, I just want to be a little bit like, I just want to be, have wisdom. I want to have the wisdom of what, when I do these things. So I think in that question, I think we do need to think about as I pray, as I do these things, what is, because I know I'm going to change tomorrow. What is, what does my tomorrow look like in terms of my decision? Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think for me, I can think, I can think back about things that were in my life that I, I had thought would be very important and I had dreams for. And when those opportunities came and I did bold ask of God, what should I do? And he reveals, don't go the way of that dream. Um, yeah. And it was and it was life altering in yeah. this in the sense. I mean, I'm still pastoring here because he keeps saying, no, you can't go anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking about it for myself and it really was. And I'm almost ashamed to admit it, but. When Emily was born, Hmm. we had some pastor friends come over to our house and they did an anointing service and we all sat around and prayed and because there was just so much unknown about like, what is this condition? She has Down syndrome. Is is this, how is she going to react to different people, get it in different ways? And so my bold ask was, I want you to cure this. Mm -hmm. 
And I know mm. you can, and I believe you can. I, I believe most assuredly if that Cap- capability is there, the capability would be there. And then now, obviously that didn't happen, but at the same time, I am constantly since that prayer trying to watch for things that I can see might be remnants of that prayer. Like, mm. okay, well, I, cured what? Yeah. You know what? This is a genetic condition, but there are offshoots. Are there things that she's had a lot of blessings? She's never had heart issues. I mean, those all cleared mm. up within a year. Right. Um, one of the people that I know, their their daughter had 11 surgeries in 10 months. Four of those were open heart surgeries or something right. crazy. It was just oh, re- it was crazy. Just horrible. So part of me lo- likes to remind myself of that prayer and go, well, it wasn't really answered in a yes, but was it? And it's just a yes, I don't understand. To not put God on a time limit right. or in a... A plus B equals C, because that's what I understand, but his is works on a completely different scale. Not in any way to diminish anything about that. But what would, what would be richer or poorer in your life if he had answered it in the in the glorious way? It would have been poorer by far, Yeah, to be honest with you, yeah, because... Sure. I think that, that's I I mean, that's true. You know, you guys all see every week we're chasing her around here and she's trying to make it to the stage and, you know, there's... She wants her, she wants her time on the she's stage. She's going to get it. She's going to get it. And Richard's, Richard always says, don't worry about it. We'll welcome her with open arms. She can dance. But it's, it's one of those things, you know. So I think the more that we've discussed this as a family, I don't think we'd be as tight-knit a family right. as we are. I don't think my marriage would be as good as it is right now just because mm. of the way we have had to come together. Coalesce. To, wow. <laughs> you got to pool resources. You got to pool everything to make this work. And so I think the danger in assessing is this a yes or a no answer right. is what time. I mean, right. time to God is nothing. And to us, it's so fleeting <laughs> and so quick. It, it's hard to make those hard right. to make those assumptions. Yeah. But. Your transitions to the demons, as mentioned in this week's sermon title, you tell one of my favorite Absolute favorite Bible stories. Jesus is absolutely wiped out. He's in a boat with his disciples and a crazy storm. Storm of the century blows in. They begin to sink in spite of all their efforts. These guys are veteran, you know, <laughs> veteran boaters, boaters and, you know, sail, sailing on the water. Yep. And all the while, Jesus is just fast asleep. And in Mark 4.41, I love how it says the disciples were absolutely terrified. Who is this man? They asked each other. And my favorite line maybe ever even the wind and waves obey him. Like the realization that they have, like what they just witnessed would have been so cool. Yeah. And when you play that in your mind, this has always been the most relatable picture of Jesus and me to me mm-hmm. is that same same scene. Mm-hmm. Even when all seems lost and he seems quiet, he's always in control. Yeah. But I love the realization that Jesus granted the bold ask of the demons, but then immediately after turns down those of the possessed mm-hmm. afterwards. Yeah. God doesn't always answer the way and the who, the way we think he often should. His reasoning is solid and clear for not doing so here, but it's hard when you're in that moment. But does God ever grant the ultimate bold ask of why? Does he answer the whys? No, I don't think that they... Okay, so I look at... I like this is one of my favorite stories, too. So here's the demons asking a question. And by the way, they the disciples were like all of a sudden realizing that they were in the presence of somebody <laughs> Absolutely. that they had no idea his of the kind of power they had. So here's the demons, and they see that too. Another thing, they, they're running, Jesus stays, and then I love how Andy said it, you know, they're all like running, and all of a sudden they look back and go, hey, where's Jesus? Same, they lose him again, you know, they said like, where is he? Oh, he's snapping, but... 
but these demons ask to go because they realize they don't fit with Jesus. They just don't belong with him. And the, then the, the, these men who've been healed of these demons, they ask the same, this guy asks yeah. the same question, let us go with you. And Jesus answers their prayer or their wish or whatever you want to call it. He answers it. It's not what they wanted, but he answers it and they get to stay. And in, in a sense, it's an answer to that they do fit, but here's how you okay. fit. So they go back to their, they, they start to realize we are with Jesus. We are with him. It's just that we're not on the boat with him, but we are with him. And so they figured out, maybe it took a little while for them to figure out that wish that they could go with him, but they were still hearing how they fit with, and like Andy mentions, they come back and he sees with the work that they had done because they belonged with Jesus. Yeah, that's powerful. Andy, I did want to catch one thing before we start to wrap it up. You threw out a prayer challenge a few weeks ago to attempt praying without mentioning ourselves. And you made a clarification during the message this week. How did that come about and why was it important to re-clarify that? I just want to make sure that well, if just, someone was listening, because I know we mentioned yeah, it here. No, studying about the bold ask, I may have given the impression to some people that asking is wrong okay. in that, in what I said a couple weeks ago. And that's clearly not the case. Uh, the idea of having a prayer that's all about God and who God is, is really about saying, how do I defocus from me to focus on who God is? That's a good exercise to just repeat and bring into our lives occasionally. Uh, but to recognize at the same time, the principle of asking is a very biblical principle. It's in the Lord's Prayer. There's a mm. three big ask there. It's certainly an okay thing to do to balance the both together. And just want to clear that up. Absolutely. All right. Well, one of our FHC takeaways this week asked, who needs to hear your story of what Jesus has done for you and what will it take for you to tell it? Now, there's nothing better in an FHC takeaway than a CTA, which is a call to action. <laughs> who? Who needs to hear your story? Who needs to hear and know through the telling of your journey with and the deliverance of Jesus has provided in your life? If you haven't shared it, why? What is holding you back? Our stories are modern-day biblical stories, better sometimes, but only if they're shared. Stories of redemption, rediscovery, stories of healing. Their impact cannot be measured when delivered from the heart and in person. They can have such a positive impact. God delivered me from a life of excess that was unsustainable over 19 years ago by sending my wife to me to show me that his love and his forgiveness was big enough and easy enough even for someone like me. It's too long for this podcast, but let's grab a cup of coffee and I'd be honored to tell you all of the only God details. See, that's super easy. You just put out an invitation and you say, hey, let's grab coffee and let's talk. Let's share our stories. But if you'd like to share one without the coffee or the conversation or the extra time, you can share it on podcast at hospitalchurch.org by email or voicemail text 407-965-1607. Finally, our thoughts from Andy's message to close. Our only safeguard against Satan is the presence of Jesus. Jesus is our friend and deliverer, and whether he grants our bold ask to go someplace with him or whether he says to us, stay and tell your story, we can have faith to care and love even the opposition and let Jesus transform even the demon-possessed into missionaries for his kingdom. That's kind of insane when you just stop and unpack each part <laughs> of what, really you, what you just said there. So take a moment and just re, kind of rewind. You go back about 30 seconds, you'll hit that <laughs> one again and let that one play through as you go through this upcoming week. So this week upcoming is Bold Ask. What's what's a, a dad for his boy? A dad for his boy. Oh, should we guess what that might be, or do we think we know what that it's is? One of, it happens to be a, one of my. I just really like the language of the story. Nice. And so it'll be it'll be sort of fun to think about if you're able. 
If you're able. I like it. <laughs> All right. One thing that I forgot to mention last week is that we are now streaming on Spotify. So I've talked to a bunch of people that are like, I never listen to podcasts because I listen to streaming music. Well, guess what? Now when you take a break, you can stream while you work. You know, if you're that kind of person, all you have to do is open the Spotify app and search for 15 with Andy, Randy and Jeff, and you will find it right there. The, all the episodes, all 145 will be waiting for you to listen, share and add to your playlist. And it's super easy to share off of Spotify. So thank you guys for being here. Tony, especially thank to, thanks yeah, to thanks, you for Tony. stopping thank by. You for having it was great to have yeah. you. So that's going to do it for this week. So as always, do join us again next Wednesday for episode 145. Thank you for listening and have a great week.